Welcome to Coogan Knows the Law, where we untangle the knots of complicated legal questions and break down legalese into plain English. I'm attorney Jim Coogan. Today's question is, what is a witness in a legal case? We're going to break this down into three separate points. We're going to talk about eyewitnesses. We're going to talk about witnesses that know about information and records. And then we'll talk about expert witnesses. But first, this show is brought to you by the law firm of Coogan Gallagher. Coogan Gallagher focuses on representing injured people in civil cases. And we certainly speak with witnesses, interview witnesses, take depositions of witnesses, and put witnesses on at trial, on the stand, under oath, on a regular basis. So if you have questions about what it is to be a witness or questions about witnesses that might have witnessed something that you were involved in, you should give us a call at 312-782-7482 or find us at cgtrial.com because there's a lot more to it than just what we can go over in one podcast. So this is a great question and we spend a lot of time discussing with our clients the significance of certain witnesses who they are, what their role may have been in some kind of transaction or a crash or something else that occurred, and then what are they going to do in the course of the case, what their testimony might be. We have to guesstimate what some of that testimony might be. It's really important to discuss the role of witnesses in legal cases because they're so critical to proving what happened. In our everyday lives, we use the word witness to mean all sorts of different things. You know, in the religious context, people bear witness about something, or they testify. Our legal tradition derives from all that religious history, but it's a little bit different. And in common everyday use, you may just say that someone witnessed something. They saw it. They were watching, listening, feeling, hearing. Ultimately, it's referring to the person observing something with one or more of their senses. And what you're relying upon when you're aware that somebody witnessed something is that they remember what it is that they witnessed. But we'll get to that memory part in just a minute. For now, keep in mind that in the legal context, we're trying to examine what that person might know and what they remember about what it is that they observed and what they'll say under oath about what happened. Because it's that last part. It's what they'll say under oath with the hot lights of the courtroom, the judge sitting there with a jury, with all the parties seated around their counsel tables. It's what they're actually going to say in that dramatic moment that makes the difference. Because that is what the jury is going to hear. That will be evidence. And that is going to drive the outcome of a case. So in the context of the law, we break witnesses down into different categories. And it impacts how those witnesses are treated, what you do with those witnesses, what they're allowed to talk about in the course of a case. It affects what they can say, what they're allowed to testify about. It impacts when and whether they might have a deposition. And the type of witness, who they are, their role in a case, also impacts what you need to show that they're qualified to talk about anything in the first place. So let's talk about all that, and let's go through these types of witnesses one at a time. Number one, eyewitnesses. This is the simplest to understand. Everybody's seen some sort of legal show, or maybe you were even standing on a street corner when a car crash happened. But you have a general sense that there are eyewitnesses to things that happen. Bank robberies, car crashes, truck crashes. An eyewitness who sees things happen is a critical person in the course of gathering information about what it is that happened. 
in the era before we had so much surveillance technology out there, now that cameras and video is a lot less expensive to put out, to place more cameras and to store the information than it was even five years ago, let alone 25 years ago. If you go back 40 or 50 years ago, there really wasn't much in the way of surveillance video anywhere. Only certain businesses who had the resources to invest in it would bother to have that kind of expensive technology because you also needed to have people around to watch those surveillance feeds and to observe something that was happening. But we live in an era now where videos are everywhere. Almost everybody you know carries around their own personal video recorder right in their pocket. Smartphones give people the opportunity to record all sorts of things at any time. So it does create a different environment where people are aware of the fact that they may be video recorded doing something. Which brings up an interesting question as to whether eyewitnesses or video recordings are more reliable in the first place. But ultimately, most people tend to believe what an eyewitness says. But they will consider different things like, how old is the witness? How good is their vision? Were they doing anything that day that might have distracted them from paying attention to whatever happened? Because if you're an eyewitness to something, if you ever had something crazy happen in front of you, you may recall that you weren't really paying attention to what it was until suddenly you heard a boom and you looked up, or you heard a crack and you looked up, or you heard someone else scream, and you tried to focus your vision on what it was that caused that person to scream. Most of the time, those eyewitnesses aren't just watching something develop as if it's a television show where you've got a trained camera and the production is actually creating some sort of lead up to whatever that dramatic impact is going to be. That's not how regular life works. People are looking at their smartphones, they're reading the news, they're listening to a great podcast like Coogan Knows the Law. They're distracted until something focuses their attention on that thing that happened. So lawyers and juries who are listening to what those witnesses are saying consider things like what might have distracted them. But they'll also consider things like bias. And so if it's a purely coincidental eyewitness who just happens to be standing in a street corner when a bus runs someone over, most people will tend to think that witness doesn't have any bias here. There's no reason why they would go out of their way and say something dishonest or shade the truth in favor of one party or the other. And so that's why most jurors and most people who are listening to that kind of testimony tend to believe those people. Those fact witnesses ultimately don't require a lot in the way of special qualification. They're just allowed to testify. And if the attorney is trying to present that witness as someone that they want the jury to listen to, the qualification, if you will, is really more just explaining who they are. Sir, can you introduce yourself? Do you recall being at the corner of Washington and Jefferson on August 15th, 2021? Can you tell us what you were doing that day? I mean, he's there. If he says he was there, there's no reason for anybody to believe he's lying about that. Now you've got your qualification. And whatever comes out of his mouth next about what he saw or heard or smelled, if it was gasoline or burning, all those observations are things that most fact finders, most juries will take seriously and they'll tend to believe them. Let's turn to the second type of witness, where we get a little bit more specialized. These are other types of fact witnesses, but they've got special roles. They're not just somebody who happened to watch something happen. Here you might have someone from a corporation or a company. They're coming in and testifying in an employment case about what the policies were, what their hiring policies were, what their supervision policies were, what their retention policies were. Their job is to establish what that company did or didn't do, what they are supposed to do, what their own policies expect them to do. So they may not have even been involved in that particular hiring or firing decision that's at the heart of the case, 
but their job is to establish that background information. And depending on which side of the case the lawyer is on, they're using that information to show why their side is correct. Another type of specialized fact witness could be somebody else within an organization, a supervisor, the person who made the hiring decision, the person who was supposed to be disciplining. If you have a truck driver who is failing to record their time logs properly and they're violating the motor carrier statutes, or they're using their cell phone and they get written up for it a couple times. That supervisor's job is they need to be implementing discipline. So if something happens where that truck driver later on causes a crash, the lawyers are going to bring that witness in and ask them questions about what they were doing. Why didn't you fire that truck driver? Did you discipline them? Did you warn them? Did you train them that they're not supposed to be doing that? What did you do on behalf of the company to make that situation safer? So they may not have been there for the crash, but they're still a critical witness explaining things that are important to that case. And other fact-type witnesses could include record-keeper people. In the law, we have some complicated legal rules about evidence. So when you're finding documents, records, things that are kept in business transactions, sometimes it requires special testimony from people who can explain, yes, this is a real record and it's kept in this way. We make these memoranda, we make these inspection reports or investigation reports or records of transactions that are done, we make them when the transactions are done because we're trying to keep a good record of what happens, which in the law, judges and lawyers, when they hear that sort of thing, they derive from that that, okay, maybe that should be seen as a reliable record because it's kept in the ordinary course of business. It's kept in a normal fashion and not some unusual record that somebody wrote 10 weeks after something happened. All of a sudden, you know, that, that may smell a little bit differently. And then we turn our attention to number three, the last kind of witness, and really the most complicated type of witness in legal cases. Expert witnesses. You'll hear about expert witnesses in criminal cases as well as civil cases because people with specialized knowledge who are offering special testimony, including in the form of opinions, have to have qualifications and must be legally qualified to offer those opinions. Otherwise, it would just be chaos. The court system has rules for how you determine whether a person is qualified to offer certain testimony. So for example, if the case involves someone with a knee injury, then an orthopedic surgeon can be brought in to testify about what causes knee injuries, the forces that cause knee injuries, the forces that supposedly were involved in the way that that person hurt their knee. Describe the anatomy, the bones, the meniscus, the ligaments. It's a complicated thing. So the expectation in the law is you need someone who has specialized knowledge and is therefore an expert witness to talk about those things competently. And if someone is going to offer opinions like, I believe that when this person had this damage to their knee, that the twisting incident that they describe when they fell caused that injury, they have to have that specialized knowledge and that specialized background. An X number of years treating patients with knee injuries, fixing those knee injuries, doing medical treatments to reduce pain, to fix the structural anatomy of the knee, to replace parts of the knee. Somebody with that background, with all the specialized training that go into being a medical doctor and then a surgeon on top of that, that qualifies them as an expert witness. Other special kinds of witnesses could include lawyers in a legal malpractice case, engineers of different types, mechanical engineers, product engineers, People with, again, with specific knowledge, specialized training, who can offer that information and insight to a jury. 
And ultimately, those juries are expected to listen to, and they tend to listen to, those opinions, but subject to the same things that they consider with every witness. What's this witness's background? What's their role in the case? Who hired them? Maybe they're biased. Are they biased? Are they biased by the money that they're being paid to spend time in court? Are they biased by which side hired them? Are they somebody who always gets hired by one side? You know, a special forensics witness that's brought into a criminal case that hasn't testified on behalf of the prosecution in 25 years and always comes in and testifies on behalf of the defense. You can bet your bottom dollar that the prosecutor in that case is going to make every effort to make sure the jury hears multiple times that that forensics guy really only testifies on behalf of accused defendants. And now for our closing argument. Today we've talked about three distinct types of witnesses. Basic eyewitnesses, specialized fact witnesses, and opinion witnesses, expert witnesses, witnesses with special knowledge, special qualifications who are allowed to testify about complicated matters and offer opinions. But this is just a taste of the sort of breakdown that attorneys need to go through when they're evaluating the types of witnesses and what information those witnesses have about a particular case in deciding what that case is about, what the strengths are, and what the best evidence that's going to have to be presented is in order to make that case the strongest that it could possibly be. So if you have questions about something like that, and this is something that you want to discuss with an attorney, then you should reach out to us. Find us at 312-782-7482, or you can find the law firm of Coogan Gallagher at cgtrial.com. And we're here to discuss this sort of thing with you and get into a lot greater detail about the significance of the people that have information about the case that's affected your life. I'm Jim Coogan, and this has been our episode about witnesses. And one more important note, this episode was produced by Ear4 Audio. That's Ear, the number four, audio great, thoughtful, knowledgeable people who know about podcasts and production. So if you want to reach out to someone and talk about your podcast, contact Ear4 Audio.